Okay, is this thing on? Is it recording, child? I think it's on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another season of Let Me Just Say This. Baby, we are in season three. Can you believe it? Can we get some cheers? Like, yay! <laughs> like, we are in season three. I cannot believe that we've come this far, child, and I've been on a journey, and you guys have been here with me. And really, honestly, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to you guys, because this wouldn't be possible without y'all. So celebrating season three, episode one, child, we're touching on the season of being alone. Now, I don't know about you, but 2024 has come in hot, baby. I have a lot of newness in my life right now. <laughs> and it has been coming at me full force. And when I say the anxiety has been up, the anticipation and the stress has been up, baby, but I'm getting my peace. I'm in a very peaceful time, though, I will say. I will say. I'm at peace, but I definitely have had my moments over the 14 days that has been January. We're only 14 days into 2024, and I've already, child, child, I need 2024 to chill. Please, please don't come swinging like 2023 did. My God, today. But in essence, I'm in a new season in my life and I really want to share that with you because I feel like a lot of us are moving into a time where we're tapping in to our goals. We're tapping into our dreams and we're in a space where I feel like a lot of us are in a transition um, into newness and that can be kind of scary. It was scary for me and I hope that in this episode I can share a little bit of insight with you and a little bit of what I have learned. Um, additionally, we're talking about investing your happiness into yourself, child. When I tell you, I feel like I invested my happiness into other people far too much when I should have been investing it in myself and I'm still learning how to invest it into myself. So we're going to touch on that as well today and a bit of rejection. Yes. Um, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm still in my lover girl bag, but I am currently single. So I know last season. I was, you know, on my search and my journey for love and I met someone and we were together. We're not anymore. <laughs> we're not. And that's okay, actually. It's okay. It's actually a great decision for me and him both, I believe. And I just want to touch on that, that feeling, that rejection and having to heal on your own has. Because my God, when I tell you it's not easy, y'all know it ain't easy, but we're going to go and we're going to get right on into it okay i would call this point in my life the season of being alone and i say that not just um alone romantically but i mean alone like literally physically alone um as far as like friendships are concerned alone and you know it has been an adjustment for me because i'm the type of person that thrives in social interaction I'm the type of person that loves to be around other people and I love close relationships. You know, I, I'm very big on my tribe. I'm very big on the people around me. And I feel like all of the things that have been taking place in my life have been to show me that I need to be in a season of doing things by myself. Like these next set of goals, this next set of obstacles are things that I have to face by myself for the sake of my own strength. And it took um, a bit of introspection to realize that romantically 
Sometimes we want to be with someone because we want them to save us. Sometimes we want that relationship because we want to feel safe. We want to feel secure. It's not necessarily because you're in an emotionally safe space or a secure space and you want to be able to share that with someone else. It's more so because you're actually not secure. It's because you're actually afraid. You actually want someone to come and save you, which is why you seek out that relationship or you seek out that person. And I definitely found myself in a space where I feel like I wanted someone to save me. I wanted someone to come in and hold my hand and, you know, tell me everything was going to be okay and not necessarily be a crutch, but kind of be like a safety net. I wanted a safety net and I'm very big on safety nets in all ways, to be honest, like financial safety nets, career safety nets. I seek out security and stability, especially in my partner. And I realized those are good things to search for. Don't get me wrong, but it's the reasoning. It's better to search out security and stability in another person when you already have it in yourself. Because you're supposed to be seeking things that you already possess. If you are not a secure person, if you were not a stable person, and that could be financially, emotionally, okay? Literally. If you don't possess those qualities already, you're not seeking them in somebody else. Like I said, because those are attributes that you already own. You're seeking it because... You want to just feel that from someone. And I feel like I have kind of been that way even with my friendships, like wanting to have someone close, wanting to have people that, like I said, will hold my hand. And the thing about strength is it's something you get on your own. People can give you only but so much, right? but it's something that you develop on your own and it takes going through things alone. It takes being alone. And I found a lot of peace in my solitude, but I'm also very new to solitude. So I expect and fully anticipate the ebb and flows of sometimes feeling lonely, of sometimes feeling like, damn, I wish there was somebody who could just give me a hug or just hold me tight really quick. You gotta learn how to give yourself the hugs. You got to learn how to hold yourself down. You got to learn how to be your own safety, your own security, because oftentimes if we're seeking it out in someone else, it's not a healthy situation. It's not, you know, a mutually beneficial situation because you can't give, you know, and I think, you know, I'm moving in the direction of being safe on my own being secure on my own. And I think maybe in the future, I'll talk more about like my childhood, maybe about why I'm the way that I am with this. But, you know, learning to be alone is hard. Sometimes I feel content. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, yes, in my solitude. Like sometimes I'm like, yes, this is what I need. Nobody around everything's because I can control everything. It's about control. Okay, CTRL, baby. It's not because I'm just so comfortable being alone. It's because I feel it's an illusion of comfort, but it's really control because nobody's in there that can kind of come around and mess up anything that I decide to put in place. But I want to get to a point where I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with 
solitude. I'm okay with it just being me, you know? And like I said, I don't think it should have to be this way. You should still have a tribe. And of course, now that I'm getting out again, since I'm working again, I'm meeting a lot of great people. I still have a vibrant social life. Like, oh my God, this this weekend I was busy as hell with people. Like, <laughs> and I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have people around. I'm grateful to have people to rely on. But like I said, this may be a season of being alone for you. This may be your sign to be like, okay, you know, the people that want to walk out of your life or the seasons or the leaves that are changing, you have to let it happen. And even if that means you're going to be alone. Don't hold on to anything out of fear of being alone. Because you will end up holding on to something that in the long run is going to do you more damage than good. You are causing your own destruction when you hold on to people and things that are no longer meant for you. You are sabotaging yourself when you hold on to situations that are done. It's over. You know, seasons in your life, they're done. It's over. You have to let it go. You have to let it go. And, you know, for me with, with relationships, I do know that there were times that I held on because I didn't want to be alone. There were times where I kept people around, not necessarily because I even wanted them around that much, but because I didn't want to be alone. That's actually, I think that's the first time I said that shit out loud. And it sounds insane, but I think a lot of us go through that. A lot of us feel that. And like I said, this is your sign that it's going to be okay. You're strong enough to handle things alone. You're strong enough and you have the ability to face the world and face the day by yourself. And, and really, I don't believe anyone is truly ever alone. Ever. You're never actually really alone. You may feel like you are, but you're not. And, you know, choosing loneliness sometimes over being around people or even also being lonely with someone. There were times in my last relationship, I did feel lonely sometimes, even though I had a partner. And that's something I'm also unpacking. Like, damn, I spent time with someone and I held on to a situation that in reality, I knew wasn't going to work, but I did it anyway because I didn't want to be alone. But even though I was with him, I still kind of felt alone sometimes, you know? And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so much better to just let it go. Just let it go. And embrace being alone. Embrace facing this, you know, these new wave of, of, of challenges and obstacles by yourself. And strengthen yourself and strengthen your mind. Because honestly, that is the biggest flex. When you have that mental fortitude, that'll really keep you out of a lot of the situations I feel that are detrimental to you and your own well-being and your own mental health. And so long story short of this rant is if this is your season of doing things and facing things alone fall into it like really go get into it for real and let it happen and you won't be alone forever I don't think I'll be alone forever like I said I have a lot of people who love me and I have a lot of people that I know you know shout out I went to church today with my girl Rich Ann shout out to her 
I know there are a lot of people who are praying for me. I'm not alone, right? But what I have to go through in my life and my story is mine and mine only. And I have to do it by myself. With that, I want to segue into investing your happiness into yourself. I feel like a lot of us want to be in relationships because we base our happiness off of being with somebody else. We base our happiness off of, do we have a successful relationship? Or do we have that somebody? Or are we on the road to getting married and having kids and the happily ever after? I was just telling um, a good friend of mine, Tracy, today that in my younger half of my 20s, I'm 25 now, in the earlier half of my 20s, I spent too much time investing my happiness into having a family. I spent too much of my time investing my happiness into a man. Really, my biggest piece of advice to younger women in their 20s is to stop investing your time and your happiness into a man or a partner or whoever. Stop investing into another person when this is your pivotal time to invest into yourself. When you're young, you are meant to have fun experiences and invest into yourself and your own needs and wants. And inevitably, if you're investing into somebody else, you're not giving yourself what you need to progress. You know, I feel like there are a lot of ways that I would have known more about what I wanted for myself if I spent more time investing in myself and not in my relationships. Um, and I put so much stake in being a wife. I put so much stake into being a mother. And I thought those were my life goals. Those are my aspirations. But I'm like, I have so many more. I have this. I have a career. I have a plethora of opportunities that I could take advantage of. I have a life and an identity of myself. Um, and I put a lot of stuff that I wanted to do, a lot of the things that could have been amazing things for me on the back burner because I was investing my happiness into my relationship. If the relationship is healthy, you won't have to invest your happiness in it. Because I feel like a, a, a key part of a healthy relationship is being happy on your own. With or without that person. And they can come in and they can complement your happiness with their happiness. But if your happiness is staked into that person, I feel like it's doomed. Unless you recognize that and you, you know, redirect back into yourself. And recognize that sometimes investing back into yourself means the end of that means the end of those friendships. It means the end of those relationships. It means it's me season. It means being here in this state might not be what makes me happiest. And I need to put that energy into me. And that's a big reason why I'm really not in the season for dating right now. Like not to be in a relationship now, because I feel like I have so many things going on that I have to invest it into myself. And I have to have my own happiness with me and what I'm doing, you know? It can't just be about my relationship. It can't just be about, you know, whatever lover girl aspiration that I may have. Um, and so, you know, I really hope that 
this encourages you if you are like me or if you have found yourself in situations where you are investing your happiness into something else, something outside of you, that you redirect that energy to yourself. And this year I'm going to try. No, I will. I will invest my happiness into myself this year. Say it with me. I will invest my happiness into myself this year. Period. Now on to rejection and healing on your own, even when it hurts. The way my relationship ended wasn't by my choice. Even though I knew it was over, even though I knew that it was better for us to part ways, I didn't want to. So when it came down to the wire and, and the decision was made for me, it felt like rejection. And that feeling of rejection can be really tough. It hurts your ego. It hurts your ego. You know, um, and if you were in love, which, you know, thankfully I wasn't, <laughs> I had feelings, but I wasn't in love. Right. So it was easier to move on. However, when you're in love and you feel like that type of rejection, it can be devastating. And we all know this, but I want to just give some food for thought that I've been digesting myself that Sometimes the rejection is really an opportunity. Sometimes you're not being rejected for what is wrong with you, right? You are being rejected for what is actually right for you. You are being rejected because that situation actually isn't meant for you in the first place. And so it may hurt, right, to feel that rejection, to feel like, damn, why didn't it work out? Or damn, you know, why didn't I get that opportunity? Or why didn't this person feel the same way about me and X, Y, and Z? It's nothing wrong with you. Majority of the time, it's nothing wrong with you. It's just that that isn't for you. That rejection is actually a door opening for you to your next thing, to what you actually deserve, to what you actually want. And hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back, you might look back and think, damn, that person rejecting me was the best thing that ever happened to me because I realized they weren't going to give me what I deserved in the first place. They weren't going to give me what I was worth in the first place. You know, you might think, Damn, I really wanted that job opportunity. That rejection is okay. That rejection was meant to happen. And I feel like a lot of the things that we want so badly aren't necessarily what we need and, and aren't necessarily what is wanted for us. And so think of rejection of an opportunity for something better, not the end of something that should have been because you know, or, or couldn't have been because of you. No, think of it as an opportunity. Think of it as an opportunity and heal and forgive yourself. I think a big part of 
accepting and facing rejection and reframing your mindset is also healing, which again is something you have to do on your own. Nobody can come and heal you. Nobody can come and fix you. You have to do it on your own. You have to get in the paint. It's not fun. Healing actually hurts. Healing actually sucks. It's hard. But when you come out on the back end, you come out so much better. You come out so much better after you done put in all that time and that work to heal. My God, if you're watching, my son is like on my lap and he's grabbing my hair. He likes to eat my hair. If you didn't know, my son is a cat, by the way. It's not a child. <laughs> Let me get him because my God. Child. So yeah, what was I saying? Oh, healing. <laughs> um, I really feel like a big part of getting over and moving past rejection, like I said, is healing. And a lot of people don't feel like they have things to heal from, but I can tell you now, life is traumatic enough. Life has more than enough things going on that you have at least something that you could be healing from. And when you really take a look at, okay, why do I respond to things the way I do? Why do I think the way I do? Why do I feel the way that I do? Because not everybody's 100%, 100% of the time. When you sit back and dissect that, you might think to yourself, oh yeah, you know, there are a couple little scratches. I got a little nick or a little bruise here and there. It doesn't have to be a full-fledged wound for you to have to heal from it. Sometimes it's just a scratch. Sometimes you might have just bumped your, and stubbed your toe a little bit. You feel me? Sometimes you just scraped your knee just a little bit. But that's still something for you to heal from. And it's important to do it because if you don't, it could turn into a wound. Especially if you are in a cycle of repeated behaviors, it could turn into a wound. And now you got this big ass issue that you really could have handled when it was just a scrape. And I'm in that space from like anything that I feel like has harmed me in some way emotionally, I need to put the work in to healing from it so that it doesn't grow deeper. And, you know, the end of that relationship and feeling rejected and feeling like, damn, why didn't it work out? That is something to heal from for me. You know, I have a, a, a plethora of other things and God is good because at least I'm in a space where I can do it. If you can get yourself to a space where you can recognize what you need to heal from, even if it's just one thing, and then put one foot in front of the other just to work on mending your heart on your own. Because like I said, nobody can do that for you. I feel like that's eons better than sitting there and just continuing to be hurt or continuing to sweep things under the rug or continuing to ignore those interlinging feelings and thoughts, you know? And so get in the paint with it, like I said, because it's not going to be easy. It's hard. Part of my healing is being alone. Part of my he healing is not being in a relationship. Would I love to be in a relationship? Yes, my man, my man, my man. But I have to heal, which means I need to put it on the back burner because I cannot heal and also do that. I can't. Not me personally. I actually, I posted this to the Instagram story. If you don't follow on Instagram, child, 
The handle will be in the description. It'll also be on the screen, baby. Go follow on the Instagram and the TikTok because we go up. But I have posted on the Insta story this um, uh, clip from Euphoria. And it was an addict. And she was talking about um, with the main character. If you haven't seen Euphoria, it's about this high school girl and she's addicted to drugs. And um, a bunch of other high school drama too. But this particular scene, she's talking with her um, mentor, so to speak. And he asks an addict, an, another addict who had gotten clean, what was her priority? Being in a relationship or dating or getting clean? And the reality is, the response is, I want it both. I want to be healed. And I also want to be with someone. I want it both. But I couldn't have both. And I had to prioritize me. Because what I wanted, being in a relationship, isn't what's best for me. Sometimes what you want isn't what is good for you. Sometimes what you want, you're not good for it either. And... That's just my mindset. I'm like, I have a whole lot going on in general. And then on top of that, I need to heal myself. So while I would love to date and I would love to be in a relationship and I would love to explore those options, I got to take care of me first. So that way, when I'm in a relationship and when I go and find someone or not even when the, when the right person comes to me, then I'm in a space where I can be solid and I can accept it, and I can give, and I can be secure with my own self, and I can be, you know, happy with my own self, and that person is a compliment, and I can compliment them too. Um, and it's really hard to recognize when you're not those things. It's hurtful sometimes, but it's better to sit back and say, Okay, before I decide to try to date and get in a relationship, am I actually in a space to do that? Am I actually secure? Am I emotionally available? Am I, you know, financially in a good place? Is my life settled? Am I still in the air about what I want to do with myself or where I want to move or where I want to work? Are there loose ends that I need to tie up before I introduce a third party to all of this? And... That really just involves taking care of yourself first. Prioritize yourself first and then try to get into a relationship. Because if you try to introduce someone into a chaotic situation, only more chaos will ensue. If you aren't ready financially or emotionally or physically to be in a relationship, it doesn't matter if you want the relationship. You don't need the relationship. You don't need to be seeking out someone else. You need to be seeking out yourself. You need to be seeking out your own peace and your own security and your own health and your own safety first. So that way, when you meet someone, you can actually be a, an asset. That way you can actually be a healthy partner. Now, season three, this segment is not yet sponsored, but I hope and fingers crossed for me, y'all that I'm able to get this sponsorship with Audible because 
I have been into audiobooks heavy. And it's not just gonna be no, hey y'all, go listen to some audiobooks, it's fun. No, actually, your girl has been listening to some audiobooks and I wanna share it with you, but no free promotion though. <laughs> Except for this one that we're gonna do today. Um, honestly, this audiobook is perfect for anyone who is coming out of a relationship, anybody who is healing from relationship trauma and really just wants to refocus on themselves. And, and honestly, you don't even have to have any relationship issues or any relationship trauma to listen to this book because these things also apply to your life in general. If you're coming out of a career, if you're in a transition or if people in your life have, you know, left and you're trying to figure out how to manage and you need to give yourself a hug, this book is for you, okay? It is called A Gentle Reminder by Bianca Sparacino. And I really hope I'm saying her name right. The information will be in the description and it will be on the screen if you are watching. Listen, this book has given me so much insight, especially not just coming out of my most recent relationship, but also in general with dealing with the ups and downs of love, dealing with the ups and downs and, and, and the changes of life. This book actually has resonated with me so much that I was like, I really need to share it with you guys. And I really hope you guys listen to it. Um, like I said, I want to make this a reoccurring thing. Okay. I want to give you guys an audiobook or two, or maybe even three every month that you can listen to, um, based on, you know, what I've been listening to and what I've been recommended as well. So Hopefully, like I said, we get this Audible sponsorship. And if it happens, support your girl. Because trust and believe, I will be bringing the best content for you, okay? Now, last but not least, okay? I just want to say something. Because I know it is the new year. And I know there's a lot of fear about what could be. I know a lot of people went through it last year. A lot of people had amazing years. But a lot of people went through it as well. And a lot of people are, you know facing a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and a lot of fear. I think we forget that anxiety is rooted in fear. And, you know, fear is something that could really, if we allow it, it will conquer us. You know what I'm saying? And I want us to conquer it. I don't want any of us to fall victim or subject to fear. Don't ever give in to a spirit of fear. Okay. And the unknown is scary, but what if it works out? Okay. Like what if everything works out for the best? There are so many leaps in my life right now that I'm afraid to take. And I have to remind myself, Naya, what if it works out, girl? What if you take this walk into the unknown? And it actually works out amazing. What if it actually turns out to be wonderful? What if it actually turns out to be just what you needed? What if it actually turns out to be better than you could have ever imagined? Better than good. Better than great. Give things a chance to be good. Give things the chance to be amazing. You know, don't foreshadow any type of negativity into your future 
especially if you're like me. I'm an overthinker. I also shared a video about overthinking on the Instagram story. Listen, if you are an overthinker, I feel like a lot of times we can operate in a spirit of being afraid of things. But listen, child, I'm not, like I said, I'm not projecting fear into my future. And I'm also not going to allow other people to project that onto me. You'd be surprised how many people will project their fears and their anxieties onto you. And now it's got you thinking and second guessing your own life and your own decisions. Don't allow people to do that and don't give in to that. Okay? Trust yourself, trust your intuition, and foreshadow great things into your future. Foreshadow the best into your future and realize that, okay, everything actually could work out really well. Everything actually could be great. Don't always think about what could go wrong. It's okay to be a planner, but don't think about, okay, yeah, that's probably gonna go wrong. It's gonna fail or I'm gonna hate this or I'm gonna be so unhappy at this point all the way. Days and hours and months and years from now that you have yet to even see and experience. Hey, let it happen when it's time and let things be great. Let them be great. And if you're in a position where you're like going back and forth and you're afraid to do something, baby, let me say something. It could be amazing. If you go ahead and do that thing that you were, you've been wanting to do, it could be amazing. And trust me, this is a message for myself as well, because there is major leaps. I'm, I'm still playing it very safe in my life, but there are a lot of leaps I want to take and I'm afraid. But my God, today, I'm going to tell myself until I start, I'm going to tell myself every day, yo, it could be amazing. It could be great. Until I'm ready to take that step out, I'm going to remind myself that everything could actually work out amazingly. It doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to go left. It could go all the way right. Okay. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really hope this reaches who needs it. I pray that this reaches who needs it. Okay. I hope that this was an audio hug for anybody out there who needed that extra, you know, little push. I hope it gave some good game perspective, honey. Okay. Cause like I said, we're back in our self-care bag because I'm caring for myself. I'm caring so deeply and heavily for myself that I'm about to be so loved by myself by the end of this year and, and, and beyond, baby. I'm probably not even going to recognize myself. like, And that's what I really want us to be on. Okay? So, like I said, I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. If you don't follow on the Instagram, baby, go and follow. Go follow, honey. We're up. We're over there. Okay, in the TikTok, we're up. It's over there, honey. I'm going to reformat the page. Um, and I hope you guys like it, but I'm trying to shift the content a little bit. Try to shift into this new era. And, you know, y'all can give me good feedback on that as well. So, again, I'm really happy to be back in another season with you guys. And I cannot wait to share what is to come. So, until next time, I will get with you guys next week. <laughs>